Welcome to the Voices of the Goddess podcast. We believe that there is a goddess inside each and every one of us. When we use our voice to share that goddess, we support and uplift each other. Join us each week as we interview women to receive the message of their goddess within. Hello, and thank you for joining us. It is still morning, and I'm excited to be here. My name is Allison Mancini, and I am your holistic nutritionist. And I am Juliana, the magical PT. Welcome to our Voices of the Goddess podcast, where we support women in becoming the goddess they are meant to be. Um, We are joined this morning with Stella. Welcome to the show, Stella. Can you please introduce yourself and tell our audience a little bit about you? Good morning, ladies. Good morning. I am Stella Amador. I am currently the co-owner and vice president of Florida Quality Roofing. Um, I have a little bit of a background mostly in marketing and branding. Um, In my past life, I ran a large personal injury law firm, about eight offices in Florida, one in Georgia, and that's where I got my start. I actually also have a degree in psychology, which helps me, you know, figure out what makes people tick. And um, this September is going to be my 10th year anniversary as uh, partners with uh, my business. Awesome. Congratulations. Yes. I didn't realize it's been 10 years for you. That's incredible. Yes. Uh, So my company is actually 19 years old this past April. And in September will be my 10th year. So, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And also cool, like... um, you know, you're kind of in an industry that, in my experience, is dominated by men. So super cool to see a woman in there in the roofing industry. And I mean, I'm assuming you're not climbing on roofs yourself and like hammering things. <laughs> or are you? Not not necessarily doing the work myself. I do go on some of the commercial roofs, some of the more accessible roofs uh, when we're meeting with clients, if it's a large project and part of the process, um, not on the day-to-day homeowner situation, but mostly anything that's outside of Florida, which our reach is not just limited to South Florida, but we're also working throughout Central, uh, the Tampa area, the Orlando area. And South. So whenever that occurs, I'm usually the one that goes and meets with uh, the board members and the building owners, etc. when it's a large project. Very cool. Very cool. Well, welcome to our show. Thank you so much for joining us. And we are going to dive right into our questions. And our first question, Stella, is what is your superpower or what would you choose it to be? Um, I think curiosity. I think I'm super curious about other people. I'm interested in what's going on uh, in the world. I usually like to joke that I know a little bit of everything and a whole lot of nothing (laughs) because I do, um, you know, skim the news. I skim what's going on with my friends. and, And I usually, I like to be abreast of what's going on with my clients, with my company, with everything. So I guess being interested and I'll pivot that to listening. Because of my curiosity, I tend to be a a good listener and uh, I tailor a lot of my, you know, clients' uh, proposals based on what I hear from them, based on what we um, consult during our first conversation. So I would say that's it. (laughs) 
That's an awesome superpower to have. So when I was a kid, my dad used to always give me a hard time because I was very curious. I'm the same way. Like I ask questions to people all the time because that's how you learn. That's how you know. That's how you get information. He used to give me the hardest time about that. And as I got older, I realized what a superpower that is to like be curious because that's how you are actively listening when you're asking those questions and getting that feedback. And that's incredible. I love that. So I'm right there with you. I'm a curious person. I drive some people crazy because I ask too many questions, but it's all good. I do too. And that's okay. okay. My superpower is that I don't really care. <laughs> okay. Awesome. All right. Our next question is, what is a book that has greatly influenced your life? You know, I was so excited to read this question because when I first read this book, uh, The Alchemist by Paolo Shalo, um, when I first read it, I actually bought 30 copies of it. And I gave it away to everybody that I knew and loved uh, that Christmas. And I always had a stack of like 10 of them. And whenever anybody came over to my place and if they saw it on my nightstand or on my coffee table and they said, what is this about? And I'd be like, you know what? I got a better one for you. Here's a copy. Um, it was an absolute wonder, a wonderful book to read. And it's uh, impacted me in so many ways. And I like to read it at least once every couple of years. I reread it. And it's a small book. If you haven't read it, if you don't know it, it's a small book. And it seems fairly simplistic. Uh, but as Einstein once famously said, you if you say something, com you know, complex, uh, you know, you may lose your audience. But if you say it simply, you really understand it well. So he's a genius at, you know, figuring out what makes us tick in a very simplistic sort of way. But when you go back and read it, you realize how deep it is and how impactful it can be. So that would be. Definitely, is it's one of my favorite books of all times. Yeah, I think that book has come up more than once. And um, that was also another, when we talked about this in another episode, Allison challenged me to this Facebook book challenge. And The Alchemist was also one of the books that I posted on my 12-week challenge. Yeah. So did you and, read it? Oh yeah, but it's I'm I'm thinking it's time to read it again because it's been it's been a long time and he's a great author. I've read several of his other books as well. So yeah. like if you've made it through that one, check out the other ones too. They are great. And you are so right about um you know, I get frustrated when I see people sometimes they're trying to show off like how smart they are and how much they know by using big words and just, you know, talking above everyone. And I'm like, I, you know, I used to work with somebody like that. He'd explain what's going on to, to the patients using all the medical terminology. And they turn and they look at me like, what did he just say? And, you know, and then I would translate it into terms that, that everybody can understand. Cause like it serves no one to be preaching an important lesson if no one can understand what it is. So, yeah. you know, that is like really a gift to be able to explain something deep, meaningful, profound in, in simplest terms that, that everyone can understand. So. Yeah. And I think just being precise is if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it fully, which, you know. Yeah. Perfect. I still have never read that book. 
<laughs> okay, so challenge number whatever, 500 here. I really, really highly recommend it. I can send it to you. You can give me your address. I'll send it to you. I, so, I and we'll, get this, we'll get this on our book club list. I was just going to say that. I think that has to be added to our book club list because it keeps coming up. So, yeah. Yeah. And for those of us, for those of you that don't know, in our Circle of Goddess group on Facebook, we have a book club going always. This month, we're doing spiritual economics. Join us if you're not already in on that. It's not too late. This book is also a fast, easy read. Um, so, but we will definitely add the Alchemist onto the list of books that we are going to read. Yay! Yay. <laughs> So, and hopefully you will join us when we're doing that, um, that book club, Stella, and just, you know, Absolutely. give me your feedback on the book. I would love to. Yeah, cool. All right. Time for question number three is, what is your favorite self-care practice? So I have many. I'll, I'll confess I'm kind of like a self-care addict. Um, love it, that, love and I, that. And I do not need recovery. I'm perfectly fine and guiltless about my uh, self-care routine. Um, I think my number one, which everyone that is in my inner circle knows, and even if you've heard me at some, any conversation, I'll bring it up. I dance uh, on a regular basis and I have a dance studio. Shout out to Jesse from Funk and Flow. Um, we have something called Funk Body, which is kind of like a improvisation of this awesome dancer. And we follow her lead and it's not choreographed. It's different every time. It's different music. It's global music. So I do it five times a week. And I tell her all the time, if she had seven classes, I would go to all seven. Cool. So that's my guilty, you know, guilty pleasure or my self-care, whatever. And again, I have zero guilt, zero shame about it. <laughs> Love it. Love okay, it. So and that's a I, new one. I know I need to ask, like, were you a dancer? Did you do that as a younger child or? So I am a frustrated artist. I am the daughter of a musician and the granddaughter to a famous artist. She was a painter and a sculptor. And so I grew up around performing arts. And for the first, I would say, 10 years of my life, 11 years of my life, I was fully immersed in that world. So you know, once you leave, I, this was in Nicaragua where I'm from. And once I left there and I came to the United States, um, I kind of put that to the back burner and focused heavily on becoming, you know, a studious student and getting a scholarship and going to college. So that kind of stayed in the background. And now it's kind of like, okay, I've done all those things. Can I get back to my artistic side? Can I get back to my passion, which is dancing and it's really just dancing for me. It's not dancing for people. <laughs> it's just dancing for myself, for my soul. And it makes me feel amazing. It's almost like I call it my therapy. You know, it's blocked off in my calendar. Everyone knows not to book me for anything. And everyone knows, are you out of your dance class? Are you in your dance class? It's a do not disturb situation. <laughs> that I love that you put awesome. it on your schedule. Your self-care is on your schedule. So... That's, uh, that's an awesome way of making sure that it happens. Cause I think a lot of, you know, and you talk about like not being, not feeling guilty about it. And 
so often, you know, we're really in this group trying to promote that women start to put themselves first and, and really do these self-care practices. And even though we know this, how many times is it like the first thing that gets wiped off of our schedule because other things become more important and it shouldn't be that way. Like self-care needs to be, it really needs to be number one. Cause if again, Allison's favorite quote, you got to put your own um, oxygen mask on first before you put it on others. So I love that. Yeah. That's exactly how it is. So I'm a little, I'm a little jealous that she dances every day. Cause I was, <laughs> cause as a kid, I wanted to be a ballerina. That was like, my dream was to be a classical ballerina. So, and then my daughter danced for years. So I love dancing, but I have found the older that I've gotten, and this is kind of sad. I'm very, um, I, I worry too much about what other people think when I dance now. It's, you know, it's really bad. So I think maybe I might have to explore going back into some kind of dance class. Yeah, you should definitely try. Um, you know, one of the things that I do whenever, because I'm like the the mascot of, of this dance group because I'm there all the time and I became friends with the instructor. And so whenever somebody new comes in, I obviously I notice them and I have a quick chat, you know, like, hey, you're new. How are you? I'm Stella. You know, um, if you have any questions, let me know. And also just don't worry about what you look like. We're all just worried about what we look like. So um, and just, you know, have fun. And you're not going to get. And one of the things I love is that it's a it's a super open space. Uh, it's uh, free of judgment, free of anything. It's very uh, relaxed and you know you do what you can and you do the best and no one's gonna call you out no one's gonna make you feel bad no one's gonna say anything like I said everyone's just focused on doing their thing and how many things do we stop doing because we're afraid of what we're gonna look like or what it's gonna sound like or what it's gonna you know affect and you know one of the things from the alchemist that I've got you know that always resonates with me is you only you know you have this life and, and we were all trying to do the best we can with what we have. And you only, you know, you're only responsible to yourself. So that, that makes it easier, you know, for me to jump on a ledge and be like, okay, I'm gonna try something new. You know, like you ladies, you're, you're doing awesome by putting the spotlight on, on women and the self care and, and wanting to elevate, you know, what we're used to and what's been programmed for us in the, the world that we live in. And like you mentioned, like so often people are sitting there worrying about what other people are looking at them. And it's like, everybody's looking at themselves. Like no one's even noticing you because just like you're looking at yourself, worrying about how you're looking, they're looking at themselves too. And we're, we're all just like worried about how we look, you know, and it's like, stop it. Just be you, do you and, and love it. Yeah, I have the saying, do you, boo? Just do you. It's all good. <laughs> <Love> it. <laughs> yeah. So, Allison, two things I'm challenging for, and you're welcome to tap me for these things. So, one is the alchemist. Yeah. One is my dance class. You're welcome to come check it out. It's in, you know, it's in Fort Lauderdale. I don't know where you're at, but, you know, I can shoot you an invitation and you can come check it out. Okay. I'm open to that. Shoot me an invitation. Okay, we'll do. I'll write it down. Okay, awesome. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right. Question number four is because you've got a lot going on, Stella. So, how do you um, keep yourself accountable? 
how do you make sure it all happens? So I already mentioned one of them, the calendar. I live and die by the calendar. Everything is in the calendar always if I'm doing anything, even if I'm just going for a jog or if I'm going for a walk, it's always in the calendar. Um, the other way is I'm a huge fan of lists. Wherever I go, whatever I do, like you just mentioned, I just said I'm going to do something and I write it down. Um, the pleasure that I receive from checking something off or scratching something off, I don't know, I've heard some people feel that way. I can't do it electronically. I need it in writing. I need it in a paper and I need to be able to cross it out. Um, but really, in the larger perspective, I keep myself accountable and I think Julieta, you and I were talking before we started, and part of it is, you know, my word. If I say I'm going to do something, it's it's ingrained in me. It's almost like a like a little time clock inside of me that you know creates this urgency that it has to get done. And I think that translates to everything that that we do. If you say you're going to show up to have coffee with a friend, you know, it's not so much about you know, whether you're five to 10 minutes late, it's, it's honoring that person's time and the effort that that person's putting through to be there um, and meet with you. Same thing in business. If you say to a client, you're going to be there at a certain time and you want to earn their business, you know, you want to be there a little bit earlier, be there a little bit, you know, show up. I think uh, showing up has always been a blessing to me. It's the thing that keeps me motivated you know whenever i say i'm going to do something i have to show up for myself and i have to show up for the people who depend on me yeah go ahead Elsa. so i was thinking about as you're saying that because so we the three of us know each other through bni which is a international networking organization and stella and i have had some interactions through bni and just watching her as she because you you are the current president of your chapter right I'm a glutton for punishment. Second yeah, time. I know. Second time. I know. I know. You need a break. Um, but I have watched Stella over the last two years and she is very serious. She does exactly what she says she's going to do. In fact, she keeps me on my toes because she'll say to me like, okay, I'll, I'll ask her for something because she has amazing ideas. And she'll be like, okay, no problem. I'll send that to you. And like, I'll get an email from her like an hour later. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I have got to get better at responding faster. I'm like, fellas, make me look bad. <laughs> but my whole point is, is that it's so true. And I thank you for you holding yourself accountable because you are such a great example to other women and men that you truly do what you say you're going to do. And when you do that, it holds other people to a higher standard also. And I appreciate that about you. Oh, thank you, Allison. That's so nice. And I look to you. You always have amazing ideas, too. I mean, this whole thing that you're doing is also an extension of, of you know, what, what happens in BNI and how we come up with these things. And, you know, kudos to both of you, because it takes a lot of, you know, holding yourselves accountable to be here and do this on a regular basis. So, you know, we can be and that is, other. That is true, because Juliet and I, so when we went into the pandemic, it was we were talking about how can we continue to support our women we know and it started out our chapter members and then it went to like women we know and then it just kind of went to the community and now it's like everybody you know what i mean so you know when we started this it really was about supporting and encouraging and yeah it's and yes being accountable to each other because 
one one of us would freak out the other one would be like no no we got this we got this so yeah. <laughs> that's awesome and and so good to see that coming out of you know something so terrible i mean it's been awful for most people and mm -hmm. being stuck at home and, and getting creative and you know you know being inventive during a time of need is, is usually when the best ideas happen so thank you one other thing i want to say but you know a, I totally appreciate, you know, people honoring their commitments, being their word. You know, when you say you're going to do something, you do it. And I think one area that people get stuck on that, too, is like too often, especially us as women, like we don't want to say no to people. So we commit way more than what we should be committing. And, you know, I just want everybody out there to know that it's okay to say no. It's far better to say, no, I'm not going to do something than to say, yes, I'm going to do it. And then just like back out and not do it. Um, so, I, you know, I just like everybody, my thing for everybody out there listening to this today, there's going to be one thing coming up today that like your knee jerk reaction is to say yes, because you don't want to hurt that person's feelings or you don't want to disappoint them. My request from you today is to find that one thing and just say no. And you don't have to apologize and you don't, you can just say, no, sorry, I can't do that. And yeah. That's and that's such a beautiful thing to give to your listeners. And I echo those sentiments you know, part of listening is also listening for when someone's like kind of on the fence. And, you know, whenever someone's on the fence, instead of running away from that, I usually go forward with that. And I'm like, listen, if you don't want to do it, just tell me it's perfectly okay. If you want to say no to me, because a lot of times, like you said, we're so inclined to be like, yes, I'll do something. And, you know, luckily I've, I've learned a long time ago, I can't be everything to everybody. And so you know, I do say no more often than I say yes, actually, um, especially, especially with clients, because I've designed my company a certain way. I often have to tell people who want my business, you know, I don't think we're a good fit. And I explain why. And, you know, just having an open and honest conversation. But if you sense someone is on the fence, so I'll dovetail what you said. You know, if you if there's something that comes up today and you want to say no, because you have other commitments. If you sense someone is on the fence, you know, don't just walk away from that, you know, lean in and say, listen, and if you can't, or if you, you don't, don't have the time, it's perfectly okay. You know, I think sometimes we like to, um, you know, just walk away from difficult conversations and those are the ones we really need to rush into. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yes. Great conversations this morning. Takeaways. I was going to say something else, but after this conversation right now, my takeaway, you know, I always look at like giving my myself permission to say no. And I love that, you know, watching out for other people and giving them the permission to say no. Like that's, that's a great other side. Everything has two sides. And so, you know, I love it when, when I get presents to the other side of something. So yeah, thank you for that, Stella. What's your takeaway, Allison? Okay, mine was gonna be different also until the very end of our conversation. And then I'm like, okay, wait a second. So I have had this come across my world a lot lately and it's those difficult conversations. Like, I love how you said that. Don't be afraid to have those difficult conversations to lean into that. 
because, and I'm learning those difficult conversations, really incredible things can come out of them. It, it may not seem like it at the time, it may not feel like it, but they really do. So I appreciate that. And that is something I think I learned as a kid, conflict was bad, like avoid conflict at all costs. And I think that's something I just was raised in my, in my home that we didn't go there. We didn't go to that, that part of conversations. And I think to, um, to look at that as a place where you can learn and you can grow. And yeah, I think that you, that you have to do the difficult conversations, but they make you even better. So. Yeah. You'd be surprised what comes out of that. You know, some of the best things that have ever happened in my life come out of difficult conversations. Very cool. What's your takeaway today, Stella? You know, I think the biggest takeaway for me for the past year has been that, you know, we always talk about the cliche of like, you know, out of something bad, something good comes out of it. And we say it, you know, very laser fair, but the reality is that, you know, you ladies put together something wonderful in, in, in a difficult time. So think about all the great things, you know, there's so many negative things that we can focus on. Let's think about all the good things that have come out of the past year. And that's my takeaway. I'm constantly trying to look for those things to reaffirm, you know, all the positivity as opposed to focusing on the negative. Well, where our attention goes, our energy flows. So definitely yeah. when you're focusing on the positive, we make more positive. So yes, great point. All right. You ladies have anything final to add? No. no. All right. Well, Thank you, Stella, so much for joining us. Lots of wisdom in today's conversation. And for our listeners, like anything that we talked about, you know, you'll find it in the comments, in the show notes, etc. how to access what we've talked about and how to get in touch with any of us if you need to. Thank you to our listeners. If you've enjoyed this show, please subscribe, like, comment, share this with your girlfriends. Like, let's get the word out there and... Um, and lift all of the women out there up. And um, thank you all. Yes, and have a magical day. Bye, Bye. Stella. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.